and welcome to this week's roadcast. I'm your host, Big Cat, and this is Jeff Rhymer, aka Rhyme Time. Pleasure to be here. A pleasure to have you on the show, sir. Oh, thank you. Yes, the pleasure's all mine. Well, uh, let's start this week off as uh, as per usual. Yeah, a little. Oh. Another oh. rotten week. I just Still spilled s- beer all over my notes, but that's okay. Just dab it up. It's fine. Do I, want, I wanted that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you, Rizzle, but I've uh, had a rotten week. Surprise, surprise. How was your week? A great, a great adventure into the rotten, as always. Personally, <clears throat> I have a few highlights from my weekend. Um, first of all, being, uh, I found a life jacket in the middle of the road. What was it doing there? Nobody knows, but I, 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 I was actually in need of a life jacket because we only have three, or we have three seats in our boat and only two life jackets. So uh, well, that's a crime. If you don't, if you have the three people, then right? Doesn't everybody need a life jacket? Is yeah, that the law? Yeah, everyone did. But we've been using the boat for the last year with only two. Nice, dude. Yeah. So uh, actually, I got credit that to to Owen and Steve as well, and uh, special thanks to Steve for uh, testing it in the sink. He sat in the sink and uh, determined that he didn't go down the drain while wearing the life jacket. So um, that's a big sink. Yeah. I uh, I also poured uh, beer on my friend Bullmax from two stories up, a whole beer, on his head. That was good. Um, and he was okay with that. He wa- he wasn't he wasn't okay with it at first because I I tried to get it um, going when we were still sober. Um, and that wasn't good. Clearly, he didn't want to do that. But uh, after about twelve beers, he was he was fully into it. You know, not to interrupt, but that's very funny. I, that just reminded me. This weekend, I was actually thought it was super funny at that. Uh, I was at a road hockey tournament. I thought it was super funny to pour my beer on girls' hair. They yeah. do like that. They yeah, do, they do. They like thought that. it was funny, but they yeah. they had a good sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. These were like these were classy women that enjoy a good beer pour. You know. Yeah, you do have to have a certain level of class to like the beer poured on you. Highest class, man. I, uh, yeah, as, as I've mentioned before, one time I enjoyed an entire beer being poured on me by Fletcher Fitzgibbon. That little criminal, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, um, so you guys might remember from last week, we discussed the, uh, the red and black outbound sleeping bag. Um, yeah, also known as the compression sack. Yep, it had a compression sack with it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we've had some developments on that. Uh, this week, <laughs> I walked into my room, and out of the corner of my eye, I noticed something red sticking out from underneath my bed. And uh, Gary Endersby. Endersby, Endersby, I thought to myself. And uh, so I, I reached down, and I pulled out this, which turned out to be red and black outbound sleeping bag. Okay. And, uh, but it wasn't mine. It wasn't my sleeping bag. So, uh... That's the greatest Gary Endersby of them all. It is. So I'm thinking to myself, uh, how did this get here? And why does it smell like urine? <laughs> that... This thing was fucking covered in piss. <laughs> I'm gonna put it forward that the urine smell was likely urine. <laughs> it was full pee. It was a, it was a red and black peed on outbound sleeping bag oh my god dude so uh so i didn't know how this mysterious sleeping bag 
um, was uh, in my possession. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's the next uh, – we'll, we'll continue this mystery next week. There's so many questions that I have right now, like – where did it come from? Whose urine is it? We have some suspicions uh, <clears throat> that um, people from Hornby may be involved in this. Whose urine is it? Whose sleeping bag? We don't know. Do you think it was intentionally peed on? It may have been. There was uh, several items that uh, were peed on during that weekend. So, Are you just throwing you it only away or it. are you going to try to clean it? No, I, full, I washed it. It's on my couch now. You're good with it now, I'm dude. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up, dude. I just Maytagged it. <laughs> Poured some soap on it, put it in the Maytag, and it's good. The real question is, did you use vinegar? Fuck no. Not a goddamn chance. I don't put food dude, in my man. laundry, as, as stated before. But Run vinegar time. would get that smell out, dude. It would get it out so good, dude. Yeah, and it would smell like salad dressing. It's not going to smell like vinegar, dude. <laughs> it's odorless after the dryer, bro. Agree to disagree, sir. Yeah, fine. Uh, let's not go down this road again. I get very passionate about <laughs> vinegar cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how was your re- weekend, Ramtown? Well, uh... I, uh, I alluded to it earlier, but um, I went to uh, one of my friends has a road hockey tournament every year to sort of like cap off the end of summer, kind of for his birthday as well. It's a fun idea. It's pretty fun, yeah. I don't play road hockey because like, I don't really engage with sports really ever, so I just kind you of... You do like sports, though. You like... I like watching sports, and I like drinking at sports, right. and I like playing very specific Sports specific is a hard word for me to say because it's my teeth, Pacific, my teeth, yeah, Pacific, Pacific, Pacific sports. You can say either word, specific yeah. or specific. Yeah, that's it. Specific is a word I try to avoid. Specificity. 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 Ah, oh, Pacificity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specificity. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So uh, we were over there, and then uh, man, I saw one of the most incredible things after we. It devolved into a, an excellent beer pong tournament. And there's a couple things that happen every year at this road hockey tournament. Number one, Remy's fence, the guy who hosts it, gets smashed by a human body going through it into his neighbor's yard every year. And I like it, that. Yeah, and every year we try to fix it, and it just looks like shit after. And that happened. Which leads to the question, why even try repairing it? Yeah, why even fix it? Yeah. Why even have a fence? Yeah. Uh, and we always play beer pong. And my friend Noah and my other friend Dusty had the greatest dynasty in beer pong I've ever seen. They won 10 back-to-back games in beer pong and made some of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen in beer pong. Like, had, like, two cups left going against, like, eight and came back to, like, win it. Like, truly remarkable, dude. Truly remarkable stuff went down. I've never even won one game of beer pong. So I, yeah, that's... You've never won one? I don't think so. You get one shot glass left or one uh, sorry cup and you just can't hit it no not a fucking chance do you, are you are you really drunk when you start playing of course yeah okay that's probably yeah, yeah. maybe start yeah maybe start sober but that kind of takes the fun out of it yeah i'll i'll, I'll continue in my ways <laughs> yeah so i saw that and they won 10 straight and it was pretty pretty great got some good dynasty chance going and i mean when you think about sports today there aren't really any sports with dynasties left other than beer pong. I can't really think of another sport where the dynasty remains, you know? No, there's not really any. I mean, no, Lakers, not. Lakers, Yankees. No. I feel like Yankees... Yeah, I guess I guess Yankees, but Yankees aren't good anymore right now. They're not good. Yeah. They're not good. So they're gone. Maybe Los Angeles Kings, potentially. 
coming up. Yeah, they've got a pretty solid. What? How many years does it take to get to a dynasty? What's the rule on five. that? Five. Five. Five wins in a row. Five. Or yeah. like five close. Like not maybe in a row, but five close wins. Or, yeah, maybe. Like five, no, let's say three. We'll say three. Three's fine. Three, like three. Okay, like if you had three wins within five years, you're a dynasty. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can I can get behind that. So that was that was pretty exciting to watch. Um, anything uh, anything interesting go down on on Friday night? Uh, yeah, I was just about to transition to that. Uh, one of the best questions I've ever heard asked by <sighs> Big Cat uh, sitting across the table from me as we're walking out of uh, unspecified uh, liquor sitting establishment where people go to sit and enjoy liquor. Uh, a bar. Yeah, a bar. Yeah. Uh, a man approached us with a fridge magnet, uh, stating that he offered off-hour liquor sales uh, between the hours of, I believe, 11 and 5 a.m. And Big Cat, your response, which was a personal favorite of mine to him, without any sort of conversation taking place before this, was, are you a member of, and then in this part, insert a well-known biker gang on the Pacific (laughs) Coast... Uh, to which he responded with first a look of dismay, like, is this guy functionally Com- retarded? Complete fucking odiot. Yeah, is this guy just functionally retarded? And then he followed up with, uh, I believe his statement was, what, are you writing a book or something? Uh, and I, I wasn't. I and wasn't, you weren't writing I wasn't a writing a book. I was pretty drunk. Clearly not making proper decisions. I was afraid. I, w- I was afraid. I thought we were going to get Every- punched. Yeah, there was... There he was did a, not seem to like that question. There was some silence. And, a lot uh, of silence. Yeah. I'm glad... What You know what? I'm glad he didn't punch me. Or do anything else. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that nobody got punched. But I think, I think the fact that your question was so ridiculous... At first he was angry, but then it was so ridiculous that he could only laugh at it because it was so insane. And he could it, just see that I had started the transition from chameleon, or from human into full chameleon. Yeah, he just knew that you were getting drunk that night. My eyes were going, I had one eye at like 8 o'clock and one at 2 o'clock. It yeah, like one was watching him and one was w- watching for his knife, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was pretty, that was, a, that was a big highlight for me, and then... <clears throat> That was pretty much that was pretty much it for uh, exciting stuff for me this weekend. Other than, of course, getting absolutely Helen Keller drunk all weekend. Uh, I you did, can't sit I there did, and tell me you didn't get Kellered. I did get Kellered with you on that Friday. I yeah. did get quite Kellered. Yeah. Um, oh, the the thing I did do before was go to the Narrow, which is that little bar on Main. That, excellent, excellent watering hole. Yeah, that only has that red light to say that it's there, mm-hmm. and. The, the characteristic thing I remembered, I always forget, but remember immediately walking into the Narrow is it's the hottest place in Vancouver in terms of temperature, and it's the well, slowest place in Vancouver to get a drink. Well, when you pack 80 people into a shoebox, there's not going to be a lot of oxygen. It's literally there. a shoebox. It is, yeah. 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 And a mysterious Pac-Man table that's next to the washroom, but I mean, that's a story for another day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit bummed that uh, old summer's coming to a close here. Um, it's 
been uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind here. I don't know about for you, round time. But, it went pretty uh, quick. It man. went pretty fucking quick. It went quick. pretty fucking quick. I uh, had an injury almost every weekend, but uh, it's been great. And I'm especially happy that we got to see the blind, pie-eyed, high tie-dyed tie guy at the beach, which is a, a character that me and me and Sir Digby Chicken Fletcher uh, <laughs> dreamed up. Like, imagine if you could see a a guy who's not only blind but he's pie-eyed, drunk, high, wearing a tie-dyed shirt, and from Thailand, and we saw him at Third Beach. This was a real person. This was a real person. That's like seeing a unicorn, dude. It completed my summer. That that's rad. Just I just I, we fell over. We fell over, <laughs> both of us. On a on a side note to your statement there, what do you think your best injury of the summer has been so far? Oh, funniest or bet or like most painful? Actually, know, the one that comes uh, to mind for you that you think is top injury. I did barbecuing my leg on my exhaust pipe. Yeah, that was pretty gross. That dude. was gross. You cooked your leg something yeah. good. Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about that before or not, but... Uh, I can't remember either. We've in been summary, you cooked your leg. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did mm-hmm. talk about it a little bit. I think yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I tried to wheelie my bike and fell over and whatnot. Yeah, and turned you... It was it was gross. It was disgusting. It was like there was milk all over my leg. It was white oh, goo. What's the status update on that? It's, uh, it's not healed. It's not healed? No. Have you seen a physician? No. No, there's some wrinkly skin that's sort of half healed, and then, uh... Part of it is not healed. Gross, dude. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of gross stuff, do you uh, you think drinking milk is a bit gross? Rhyme time. I don't like milk when I think about it. Like when I think about what it is, then it bothers me. As like if I'm just going strictly on taste, I love milk. But if I if I start thinking about it, I don't like it. Now it's not cow semen, but it's very close. It comes out of this bag that's got a whole bunch of cow dicks sticking out of it. Yeah. And it's white. And it's not... You can't call those breasts. It's got a lot of protein in it, I don't know right? what... Does yeah. milk have protein? It's, a, it's an udder. It's an udder is what it is. But it's essentially... You you jack off this bag underneath the cow, and then you get a drink from it. I think you just ruined milk for me, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, milk, milk really grosses me out, but the one that really gets to me is eggs, man. When I think about eggs, Chicken I poop. Back to the chickens. Dude, I don't sorry, like sorry, chickens, sorry. man. I, I love chickens. I love to eat chicken breast, but I don't like many other things about chickens. You don't like a live chicken, and you don't like uh, thinking about um, eating chicken shit, which is basically what you associate an egg with. Well, I just don't like the idea of like eating an abortion. That's what really bothers me about eating right. an egg. How do you feel about uh, eating, you know, the hippies eating umbilical cords? Oh, is that a thing? Human, yeah. yeah That's hu- a thing? Yeah, humans eat those. Alright, this is a public service announcement yeah. <laughs> to hippies eating umbilical cords. You're a fucking idiot. Stop doing that and get a job. I think that might be actually a form of cannibalism. It absolutely is. It yeah. abs- oh, first of all... Well, okay, it, it's a form of cannibalism if picking your nose and eating it is a form of cannibalism. No. See, I just There's no bones that. going in an no, umbilical no, 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 cord. No, no, no. An umbilical cord is part of you, so that's like part of a human body. It, I don't know, man. Sometimes those boogers are nicely lodged up there, and they probably could heal to you if you ate a booger that took skin with it when it was removed i'd say i'd say you have an argument for cannibalism if you're eating a bloody booger you are a cannibal 
I think there's an argument to be made. I'm not yeah. saying yes, but I'm saying maybe. But now self-cannibalism, is that a, that's not really a thing. I think cannibal just means you eat human flesh. I don't think it has to be somebody else's. I think it could be your own. What about eating hair? I don't think it's flesh. I, I guess that doesn't... hair is flesh. No, hair is definitely not flesh. Yeah. Stupid question. Sorry. What if it has a <laughs> follicle on it, though? I don't know, man. I mean, if you're, like, collecting hair follicles and barbecuing them, like a big bag of hair follicles, that's that's pretty fucked. Well, we all ate Zushman's beard, I just remembered. We did eat Zushman's beard. For our listeners, last week, our friend Joel Zushman left, and he tore out a beard hair for everybody sitting, and we all ate them and drank a beer. It's like 10 or 15 guys sitting in a circle. I don't circle. know why we did that. It was super weird. He was honored. He was honored. That it we, was like we yeah. were trying to honor him, and I just felt like vomiting for the rest of the night after it that. It was gross. It sticks in your throat. Yeah, dude. I couldn't This guy's got a, he's got a big beard. He's, he's a real beard guy. It's real thick, yeah. dude. Yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah, a little on the gross side, I guess. Anyway, uh, onward from cannibalism, I guess. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, motorboating. What do you what do you think about the uh, the act of of motorboating around time? No, I'm not. No, I'm, we're not talking about motorboating in the boat sense. Uh, we're not talking about going to the, down to the dock with your friends, getting in a boat, and driving away via a motor. We're talking about the other one. Well, I definitely enjoy motorboating, like putting my face between boobs more than I enjoy being in a, a, a literal motorboat. I now, don't like boats, and I don't like the ocean. I think I think the term itself is a bit stupid. Do you want to know why? I'd love to know why, man. I'm going to tell, tell, I'm gonna tell you why. This. Because I think that <clears throat> motorboating, the term motorboating is stupid because if it was an actual motor, it would fucking hurt, man. It would hurt the girl that it was happening to. Yeah, like you're propelling. It's her. a propeller, man. Propellers are lethal. We were uh, we were working on our boat engine the other day in the yard, and I threw a piece of an onion into the water. We got this little tub so that we can run the the motor in the backyard, and it diced that fucking onion, man. So, man, like motorboating, if you're gonna use that term, like it's it's basically like a motorboating would be what comes after a mammogram. It's a boobectomy, man. That's it. <laughs> So what you're, you know, what you're suggesting... I, I, think, I think that they should change the name. I think it should be like... Bluebling. Bluebling. I just... Uh, I'm calling for a... Uh, it seems more fun to say. It is. It is. I, I think it's more fun to say. Yeah. I. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm calling for for this stopping stopping of using that term. The stoppage of it. I'm a bit rote right now. English isn't flowing too well. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Basically, what you're saying is motorboating should be banned as a term. No, as a term. As a, as term. a term. Strictly as, a, yeah, as, a, as term. a term. We're not talking about the actual act of motorboating. Of course not. People love to go fast and wear suits on the water. Of course. And? You know what? No, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on and live here. I'm going to say motorboating as a term should be completely banned. Controversial, but hold on. Hold on. Hear me hold out. on. Hold Hear on. Me hold out. on. Boobling? Boobling <laughs> replaces the act of a face between breaths going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And. Boobling. Yeah. Boobling. And Miami Vicing replaces when you're in a motorboat. Because yeah, you I like wear that. a sick suit and you drink a beer There's, and you go super fast. I'm, I completely agree, but I think that you have to take the, the boat into an example. Sorry. Okay, so are you saying that even just being in a motorboat, 
can this be a zodiac as long as you're wearing a suit? The key is you must be going. You must be wearing. You got to be dre- well dressed. Okay. Well dressed doesn't necessarily have to be a suit, but well dressed. Okay. And you got to be fucking cooking it in that boat. You got to be cooking it. You can't be going slow. So we couldn't Miami Vice in our boat. Well, you could because cooking it, I think, is relative to the engine that you have. Oh, we cook so it you, all the yeah, time. We yeah. only cook. We yeah. only cook when we're in that if boat. If you're at max throttle, you're cooking. It's the only it, yeah. real way that we ride in that boat. And if you're not cooking it in a boat, you're not motorboating, you're cowarding because you're being a coward. Because why don't you have that throttle open up all the way? There's no, there's no, there's no speed limits on the water. Like, uh, oh. Yeah, but they do it in knots, and I don't know what the fucking knot is. Yeah, you just when the when the fucking boat cop pulls you over and you're in a harbor and he says, "Hey, you're speeding," you're Say, just like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what a knot is." Sorry, Osfer, we have no ropes on board. Yeah, he says, yeah. <laughs> or you just get really you get really fucking clever with him when he's like, "Hey, you're doing like 15 knots." In like a 12 knot zone, you just take out a rope that has one knot and it's like, no sir, I only have one knot. Yeah. Or just <sighs> just go cross-eyed and just look at him. Yeah, just like, what's a knot, man? <laughs> I would have loved to have gone yeah. the speed limit if I knew what a knot is. Yeah, there, we, yeah so there, there's another thing that we need to call for is stop using the word knot for speed because that's not a term. Yeah, measurements are <laughs> stupid, man. Like, a, how come a nautical mile is different than a regular mile? Yeah, dude. Why is that different? Yeah. <laughs> dude, that doesn't make any sense. You know, I got some more beef for measurements, man. Let's today, go, okay, let's so go, it, man. Let's so get actually, hot on this. Okay, so today at work, I uh, <laughs> we have two two tape measures. And I put the tape measures... I, I, I don't, we, were, we were a little slow, and I was, I was looking at both of the tape measures in my hands. They were extended a little ways, and I noticed that on on one tape measure, the millimeters were different. Is there no like regulatory panel that uh, regulates what a, like a millimeter is on those things? Like, what is is it a millimeter or a fucking like centi inch or whatever? Like, what is <laughs> that? Inch. I don't know, man. One's like like a, like a, easily a quarter bigger than the other. That's that's weird, dude. And I'm mad. Is there like yeah like I remember there being that story recently about beer or uh, bars in Vancouver, like, underserving beers. Like, they weren't serving full pints. And then the article went on to state that there is an office of standards and measures. There's, like, some guy whose job it is to make sure people are standarding and measuring things. Well, they need they need to look at both uh, craftsman and motormaster uh, <laughs> fucking tape measures. And figure it out. And figure it out. One of those guys is wrong or both of them are wrong. Yeah, okay, you know what? Let's just call them let's just call that office out in general. First of all, standards and measures. Why are we getting understaffed with beer? Do your yeah, job. Yeah. Do your job. Yeah. It wasn't like they found it at one bar. That article said they found it like sixty percent of bars. Sure, I mean, why would you serve more liquor if you don't have and to? And don't get yeah, and don't give me that time of like, oh, we only have one officer. It's like tell me with one guy, just that guy gets to go and drink everywhere and order beers. That's a chilling job. He can he can check it out, man. He can check in three hundred and sixty five yeah. days in the entire year. He's been doing this for how many years? He could spot check a few places to get crap that whip, you know? Absolutely. At least five. He doesn't even have to drink the beer. He doesn't have to get pie-eyed at work. You can just go there, order the pint, measure it. Yeah, pour them it into ticket. my face or your face. Write them a ticket. Pass the beer to somebody who looks like they want it. You or me. Always. Uh, always, yeah. Yeah. And then move on to the next bar. Right, start, right, get your ticket book out, Dude, buddy. I'm getting hot about this, man. I'm getting yeah. hot about this whole scenario. It's angering, man. I'm fuming. 
Rhyme Jam's turning red right now. I don't like this, man. <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking of all, all of the things where. How many times have you been schemed? You, you probably, you probably think that you're paying for this beer, but over, over, you know, your drinking career, you've probably been, like, weaseled out of maybe an entire bathtub of beer. Who knows? Dude, Who knows absolutely, how- man. Number one pet peeve, or not number one pet peeve, but top ten pet peeve for sure. For me, is when you go to a bar and you order a pitcher, and you go to like a nice place, like a classy place, cla- uh, classy place. Blah, 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 blah. They always put like a little bit of head on the pitcher, and that that's fine, right? Like you're you're supposed to have like a bit. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I mean, not saying I get, love it. I'm not saying I love it. it. I'm just it's, saying it shows the carbonation, but that's sure, about it. That's sure, about it. right. I'm just saying it's fine. I'm not saying I love it. I'm saying it's fine. But sometimes you go to a place where they're just pouring you Budweiser, so there's not going to be any head on it, because it's Budweiser. Hold on. I am drinking a Budweiser. Right, but Budweiser, when you like when you pour it properly in a pitcher, it doesn't foam. Okay, it's not okay. a very foamy beer. Well, it is a foamy beer when you shake it up, but out of a pitcher. And it's not a beer that you're looking for like the Budweiser head on a beer. Right, right, okay. But when you go to a bar, and they give you a, a pitcher, but it's got space at the top and it's not filled by head it's just filled by empty space like why didn't you fill this Budweiser picture there's no excuses and there. like you know like one inch is one thing but sometimes the waitress comes up to you and it's like four inches or five inches because their fucking measuring tapes are off man yeah yeah. <laughs> or they're just assholes and like yeah. the waitress tries to play it off like nothing's going on it's like excuse me like I'm not blind you know like yeah. I can see that this is extremely low yeah when when this happens, would you put up your hand in the bar? I found you, it. Like, is that okay? Like, do you? This isn't elementary school, right? But I don't you know. Need, this is an emergency. I used to I used to really hate that kind of conflict, like being in a restaurant and like calling out servers on bad service. Like, I'd always say things are fine, but I found as I've gotten older, like my tolerance has dropped a lot. And if something is not up to snuff, like I'll let them know. Like, but <laughs> but how do you get their attention? How do you? How do you well, su- if I'm sitting at how a, do you summon them? Well, if I'm sitting at a bar... You just stand up? No, if like if I'm sitting at a bar where sitting. I'm getting served, like, yeah, yeah. I've got a waitress, I'm like, excuse me, like, this seems a bit low. <laughs> like, she just... just start, <laughs> she just starts screaming, man. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, just... <laughs> what have you done?! <laughs> yeah. Or just stand up. And stare straight at the ceiling until someone comes over just, and wants to Just stand up, up and just point. Just, every just time, tap it. Yeah, just yeah. like tapping it. Every time, every time you're ser- underserved a beer, yeah. just stand up and stare straight at the ceiling until they come over and ask you what's wrong. That's a peaceful protest right there, brother. Yeah. I used to, when I was younger, not want to like impose on people, but now... I feel like I I can impose on them. Like mm. it's like no, give me give me adequate service. Yeah, impose away, buddy. Yeah. Speaking of imposing, what? Uh, so <clears throat> we were talking about this earlier. Um, when someone proposes to someone, so we're talking about marriage here. Someone, yeah. someone. So say say you're in a restaurant, and uh, and you and you see someone, um, you know, get down off the table, go on one knee, and ask the the man or woman um if they will marry them <clears throat> so that that is what we know of the uh, of the we know that as the act of proposing yes. but what if that person who's being asked doesn't want to marry the other person now, then are you imposing so you say when you propose you're either proposing or imposing yeah you don't know you don't know you go into this blind and it's either a propose 
or an impost. Or an impost, because you're you may be overstepping boundaries. You don't know what they're I thinking. Like that. You don't know what they're thinking. They'd so, be like, they, they could have been planning to fucking break it off with you all night, and then you do that, and you have just done, you've, you're imposing on them. Dude, you just you just rocked my mind, dude. You just rocked my mind into yeah. a whole new yeah, a whole new level, dude. Yeah. So now whenever That's you see a great see, observation, dude. Whenever you see somebody doing is that, that you're, ironic. That might that <laughs> might be ironic. Yeah. Is that ironic? That, is that irony? You're usually my irony coach on this. Uh as my attorney. I'm not sure if that's ironic, dude. We're going to say we're going to go ahead and say that that is that is irony. Yeah, it's ironic. It's ironic? <laughs> I think so. I think so. All right. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? Alanis Morissette? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, we're uh, probably going to wrap things up short uh, this week. Yeah, so, oh yeah, so I guess uh, we've got a continuing segment we want to we wanna keep on the show here. We've got two continuing segments. This is a, this will be every week towards the end of the show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, please. No, please, please no. Please, no. please, please, please. No, this is you. <laughs> so, uh, again, following up in the tradition, I believe, of the first week and, and the second week, we uh, it's time to award... Beanhead of the week. Ooh. Now, who, <clears throat> who's who's getting this this week? Rather? Well, so I think first for people who maybe haven't didn't hear the first two, uh, a beanhead is uh, an odiot, or typical uh, know nothing. A know nothing, or just just generally like what what are you doing, buddy? Like what mm-hmm. you, what you doing there? Um, so the beanhead of the week this week is Lord Vitaro. Oh damn. Lord Vitaro. Um, Why? He's awarded for doing nothing of note. Uh, <laughs> none of us, none of us have seen Lord V. I don't, I don't know that he's accomplished I anything did, this week. Uh, to be fair, I did see him at a barbecue this weekend, but uh, was he accomplishing anything? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do anything that he didn't do anything stupid or anything. So for that, he's a he is the beanhead. Yeah, I mean, come on, come on, Lord V. Like you gotta, you gotta get it together here, you know. Uh, for next week, um, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll continue this next week. The bean end of the week. All right, so uh, I'm just gonna grab this email here. We'll just take a quick quick break and come back with emails. <laughs> this week comes in from uh robert reimer also known as my father bob bob yes bob uh i don't think anyone's ever called him robert yeah Yeah. he's he's bob yeah he's bob spelled the same way forwards or backwards wow yeah dude it's a mirror name (laughs) so uh we last week discussed the origin of the term cob in regards to cobweb and uh, Bob wrote in saying, a spider web, spider web, spider's web, or in bold cobweb, and uh, in parentheses, from the obsolete word cope, meaning spider, in parentheses, is a device created by spider out of a protonaceous spider silk. 
How do you feel about that, Big Cat? Well, <clears throat> Bob, we we really appreciate um, you informing us, but uh, I regrettably have to inform you that you're wrong. Um, so we uh, did a little research of our own, and uh, we found out that a cob is a small ant or silkworm-like creature, which originally lived on cobs of corn in fields, but then <clears throat> moved to ceilings once they found out about them. And now we have cobwebs. Earth-shattering stuff. Yeah. Earth-shattering stuff. Complete science. But thanks thank, for, thank but thanks you, for writing in. Yeah. Thank you for writing in. We do appreciate it. Please, uh, please write again. And yeah, and please keep those emails coming. Again, the email address is therizcomedy at gmail.com. T-H-E-R-I-Z-C-O-M-E-D-Y at gmail.com. Stay rote. Keep it rote.